You're listening to the Support Squad Podcast, where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual assistant for life coaches Sharon Nissen created the Support Squad with a firm belief in community over competition. Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started or an established virtual assistant looking to expand your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, you're in the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Now, here she is, the host of the Support Squad podcast, Sharon Nissen. You guys have heard me talk a lot about what life is like as a work-at-home mom or mompreneur, but my guest today is a reminder that there are lots of ways to live the laptop lifestyle, which, by the way, is also the name of her signature program. Amanda Colby is an international business coach for service-based entrepreneurs and coaches. She helps entrepreneurs scale their online businesses by establishing a personal brand and utilizing social media marketing. Amanda has three plus years of professional sales and marketing experience. She specializes in marketing, Instagram, launching, and sales. She also travels around the world full time and connects with and supports many other digital nomads who are living the laptop lifestyle. Listen in to hear her journey from corporate job to digital nomad, how she stays focused while living and working in exotic locations, why she chose Bali as her current home, and how she's created a personal brand that allows her business to be fluid and adaptable. This conversation was so fun and has me dreaming of sunny co-working spaces and palm trees. I can't wait for you to meet Amanda. Hey Amanda, thank you so much for being here today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's so fun. I feel like we are on different planets right now, even though it's kind of funny because we're both like Texas girls. Yeah. (laughs) You are calling in from Bali right now, which is so cool. And um, like I was, we were just talking before I start, we started recording, um, we haven't had someone like you who is really living that dream that so many people see and like wonder how it's even possible. And so I don't know much about how your journey began or how you started in this like um, wanderlust kind of life. I would love for you to just share a story about what that journey has looked like. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so excited to be here and like talk to all of you guys um, and share this. I do feel like it's Like, I love hearing people's stories of just how they got started. So it's super, super fun. Um, But yeah, so basically I I was working in corporate America, like a lot of people I feel like. Um, And I actually had a really great job. I had a six-figure job at the age of 23 um, and was kind of like crushing it, getting promoted, moving up the ladder. And I just honestly looked at it. I wasn't even miserable. I I didn't even completely hate my job, but I looked at it and saw as... I was getting promoted the exact path that I would be going down and like nothing else was going to change. Like I could keep getting promoted. Maybe I could make more money. Who, who knows? But like, I just knew I had to get out. Um, and so I kind of shocked a lot of people who were calling me really, really stupid for quitting a six figure job at the age of 24. And, um, basically I created this master plan because I am a type three, um, any, or yeah, I'm an Enneagram type three mm-hmm. planner, like all of that stuff. So I planned for about a year to quit my job and 
Um, I've always traveled my entire life. I've moved around my entire life. So all I knew for myself was that I wanted to work for myself and I wanted to not live in America anymore. Um, and I, ha I literally had no clue what that was going to look like. So um, my plan was I got certified to teach English and I uh, sold everything I owned, um, quit my corporate job. And a month later, I moved to Thailand. Um, and I moved to Thailand because I was familiar with it. I had studied abroad there in college. Um, it's a super uh, low cost of living. And so I taught English online um, because I could teach for about 15 hours a week and make more than enough to live and save. So that was my plan was um, I was not a great English teacher, not my forte, <laughs> but um, my plan was just to give myself time because I didn't have time. So um, did that for about three months um and i still at this point had no clue what i was going to do to build a business i was so freaking lost um i i started drop shipping i started uh running like facebook ads for people like i just learned all these random skills um and then i finally was like no more i'm tired of like scrambling and all this and i took one month um and i set my business up like a business like like that was the only thing i knew how to do um and um i tried i wanted to do design so i self-taught myself design and i launched my design business and within a week i was booked out and my first month i made over 5k um and so i scaled my design business and realized that most people wanted to come to me more for business strategy because of how quickly i was growing my business so i realized that was actually what i was more passionate about um, and switched to coaching and it's just been kind of a crazy ride since then that's so cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's wild how over time, what feels important to us kind of becomes more clear and kind of evolves, like, um, especially as service providers, I think a lot of us kind of go through that journey of like, what is that next step? And so it's, it's so cool to see how you've, you've grown and built such an amazing business. And so I am dying to know if I was traveling the world and going to all these amazing places, I would never be able to get anything done. <laughs> like I would want to be like exploring everything. I don't know. I don't know if I could do it. So how do you balance that, that being in new places, all this exciting stuff going on in your life with building this incredible business and getting a lot done? Like, how does that happen? Such a good question. Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, glad you asked it. So um, my first six months after moving abroad, like pretty much the time frame between moving abroad and then launching that design business, it was so scattered. Um, and it's actually because of what you're talking about. We, um, we had moved abroad and we were just like, okay, this is amazing. We can work whenever we want, right? Like that's the freedom we wanted. Um, and so we would plan weekend trips once a week, but sometimes they'd be on a Tuesday and a Wednesday. And, you know, mm -hmm. so we, we traveled way too much and we really were like, okay, we'll live in one location for one or two months and then hop around. Um, and to be honest, that was the part of the reason why for those six months, I was like lost in this limbo and pulling my hair out. Um, mm -hmm. and then after launching my design business, I had got the business piece going, but was still living that lifestyle where I just was traveling way too much. I had friends coming over to see me. Um, and so honestly, my biggest recommendation for people is it is so possible to live this life, living in different countries, living over here underneath palm trees, but you have to prioritize the business first, especially mm -hmm. when you're starting it. So if I had to do it over again, I wouldn't regret moving abroad, but I would stick in one location. I wouldn't do anything fun traveling around until the business got off the ground. 
Mm -hmm. um, now I balance things a little bit differently. So it's really just about um, like discipline and building structure for yourself. So my biggest rule is the structure um, or like we want freedom from the structure, but the structure is also the thing that will completely derail your entire, um, your entire business if you do not create it for yourself. Absolutely. There is freedom in structure and systems. Like if yes. that's definitely something that I've learned because I'm not traveling the world, but I'm also like juggling kids. It's kind of like, Oh my like, gosh. Yeah. So we, we see di digital nomads and we're like, Oh, they're traveling the world and they get to work wherever they want. And like, Oh, stay at home moms can like work at home with their kids. But neither of those things are as like easy as it sounds like there's a lot not at all going on in the background. So yeah. So similar entrepreneurs, it's always a journey of like just finding that focus and coming back to that structure. That's something that we talk about a lot. So when, yeah, it, yeah so I was, I was going to say it's, it's also just like, um, it's a, it's a shift. So, you know, this is your actual lifestyle now. So if you are someone who wants to move abroad, work in Bali, even if it's temporarily or whatnot, it's really making that mental shift too. that. Like I'm living here now. So I work, I mean, I'm up by 6am every day. Um, and I get up and I work all day long and I get to work underneath palm trees at my co-working space, but I still then leave work and I go to the gym and then I go get dinner and I normally, you know, maybe go to the beach for a walk and go home. Right. So mm -hmm. it's, it's having that freedom that you're in a new location. So I can take a weekend trip to Thailand if I want, but my business still always comes first. Right. Right. So you, it's building a life. It's still having right. that. It's a lifestyle. That's, yeah. Mm -hmm. So why Bali? Why did you choose to, to, to Bali for this leg of your journey? Um, Bali is what I would self-proclaim um, as at least currently the number one digital nomad place in the world. Um, Chiang Mai, Thailand is another digital nomad hotspot, um, but Bali is honestly just the easiest um, because it's honestly kind of this like weird, at least Chenggu, so Chenggu is where I live, it's this weird almost like utopian little society, like this corner of the universe, and it was pretty much built for digital nomads. It used to be a quiet little sleepy surfer town. So the reason we chose here is it, it's still getting to live on a tropical island somewhere unique, but it has the infrastructure for you to still like live a semi-normal life. Um, so it's more expensive than the rest of Southeast Asia, but I have a co-working space. I have like literally top-notch gyms and there's a community here. So I think that's one of the hardest things is yes, you can work anywhere that there's Wi-Fi. But working in a hotel room for three months mm -hmm. straight is not quite the same. Yeah, I've definitely noticed that. I watched your Instagram stories and I'm like, wow, it looks like there's a lot of amenities and like easy yeah. access to everything that you need. So I can see why that would be such a great choice for someone that's looking to live that lifestyle. So that's so cool. So when you talk about structures and systems, what what does that look like? Is that like just having a schedule or do you have like certain automations that you love? Like what helps you to say it's structured so that you can yeah. get everything done? Yeah. Love, love, love structures and systems. So <laughs> one of the biggest things is time management. 
Um, and it's, um, it's really funny because I am a type A person and organized. So I kind of came into running a business and it, it was one of the things that naturally helped me, but I also underestimated that just because I was an organized person doesn't mean that I was automatically great at organizing and structuring my business. So it was also just this different skill set you have to learn. Um, but time management is key um, because I'm someone who puts too much on my plate, um, but I'm also someone that once I'm in the zone, I like to work. So for me, I'm using a method like the Pomodoro method, which works great for my boyfriend, who's also an entrepreneur, but who is like a social butterfly scattered, can't sit down and work for very long. So he uses the Pomodoro method and locks himself in a room where no other people can talk to him. Um, uh -huh. So for me, um, you know, I have to set up a schedule. I have to know like exactly when I am doing this and I time block things. So I don't like being held to... Um, at eight o'clock, I have to do this nine o'clock. I have to do this. Cause to me, that takes away the flexibility of the schedule I've created, but I time block things because that helps me really, um, focus on that task so that I'm not getting either distracted or that I'm saying like, Hey, I have to complete this in a certain amount of time. And I can't keep adding more to my to-do list. So time tracking and then time blocking your schedule are always my two biggest ways that I'm able to like structure things. Um, and then just setting up systems so that you're organized. So Google Drive, my Google Drive is extremely organized. Everything is virtual for me too, um, which most online businesses are, but especially traveling, you have to be. Um, and then I use, you know, systems like Asana, which I coordinate with my team members via. Um, so just really actually being very, very organized. And if you set things up from the beginning, it is so much easier, let me tell you, than cleaning up a mess that you have. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, I tell everyone from the beginning, start to think about like breaking everything down, everything down step and how can you make things like repeatable and easy to automate and easy to like bring someone else on, you know, all of that stuff, right. having it really organized. So totally agree. So, um, a lot of my listeners are virtual assistants who are starting to book out their businesses, their services are booked out and they're starting to think about branching out into creating like digital products or coaching. And I know that you have been so successful with going from design into all of these different things that you're doing. So could you talk a little bit about how from the beginning can we create a brand that will grow with us in that way? Like just a couple tips. Yeah, absolutely. So I love personal branding coming from a design side of things. It was a big part of what I worked with people on other than the visuals. Um, but to me, um, even as a coach, it's my number one thing that I work with people on. It's your foundation for your business. And it's honestly the coolest part about running an online business. So if you are a virtual assistant um, or you know any service-based entrepreneur and you're trying to build a personal brand, um, honestly, the biggest thing that people don't do in the beginning is they don't actually fully dive into their own personal brand to understand it. Um, actually going in to understand what is my story? You know, why am I doing this? Why, how am I going to be able to use that co to connect with people and understanding your ideal audience? So I always tell people that your personal brand is really twofold because we need to understand ourselves first so that we can intentionally utilize aspects about our personal brand in order to create the perception um, and the the actual like visible brand that we want people to see because your brand you can control parts of it you can control what you actually show people and how you show up but then the rest of it is left for how people feel when they interact with you how people see you um, and like how pe what people associate you with 
So the biggest tip about your personal brand is one, it's so powerful once you establish it because it's fluid. So even if you're a virtual assistant and you don't want to be a virtual assistant forever, whether it's more, you want to get into course creation or coaching or whatever it is, it really doesn't matter. I always tell people, don't worry, focus on establishing that personal brand and it will be fluid and grow with you because you as a person are going to grow and evolve anyways. But the reason people buy from you, whether you're a virtual assistant, they're hiring you is not because you can set up Dubsado for them and post some Instagram posts, right? Mm -hmm. The reason that they're hiring you is, is the experience that you create for your clients. It's the relations that maybe you have. Um, for an example of personal branding. So my, part of my story that I share with people is that I had a six figure corporate job. I taught English, all of these little pieces of the puzzle beyond my personality traits. And it's actually so funny if you were, I actually should do this, but pull my audience almost all of my clients either had a six figure job or also taught English. And that was a huge draw to them identifying with it. Right. So really actually understanding your personal brand so that then you can intentionally understand how to execute it and portray it in the way you want to be seen. Absolutely. That's why I I'm always telling people that, um, for any entrepreneur, no matter what you're doing, self-discovery and self-development is so important because really mm -hmm. getting to know yourself and like knowing those parts of you that make you special or that really like excite you, it's so important. And those are the things that people connect with at the end of the day is like those common exactly. ground, like you said, not like just Dubsado services or whatever right. it is. It's, it's, it's who you are as a person. And that can be easier in some ways and also harder in some ways. Um, um, so, yeah. yeah, so thank you for sharing that. So of course you're going to be our guest expert in the support squad this month. Yes, so I'd I'm love so excited. I know, I know. I've been wanting to have you on for a long time. So I'm so glad that this worked out. So I'd love for you to share just a little bit about what you're going to be talking about, um, in, in the, in the membership community this, this month. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm talking about um, personal branding. Um, I'm going to do an in-depth training on how to actually create a personal brand. Um, kind of the three steps that I have that go into doing that, um, giving you guys some examples of how to do that and what actually makes up a personal brand, um, because that's really important. I think there's a lot of misconceptions. And then we're going to be diving into, okay, so what is a personal brand? And then how do we actually establish it? And then kind of step three is, okay, so we've established our personal brand. How are we utilizing it to our potential, to the most power that it can be? Um, and I'm going to specifically be mentioning to how that will um, be integrated if you're evolving your business into different ways and how to actually utilize your brand to evolve your business. Okay. Well, that sounds amazing. I'm really <laughs> excited to hear all of that. And then of course, I want everyone to know how to get in touch with you. Like I already know on Instagram, you post the most beautiful pictures ever, but what else is coming up for you? Where else can we connect with you? Yeah. So I always tell people Instagram is for sure the first place when in doubt, just go there. I'm on there every day. I do many trainings on my stories. It's mm -hmm. at Amanda Colby and Colby's K-O-L-B-Y-E. Um, other than that, my website is also amandacolby.com. Um, and then I have a entrepreneur Facebook group. That's the laptop lifestyle entrepreneur. Um, people sometimes ask me like, do I have to be a traveler? No, like laptop lifestyle just means that like you have the freedom you are working from your laptop, wherever that might be. So I'd love to have you guys in that Facebook group. Um, and yeah. And then other than that, I have, um, a signature 
program that I run all the time. Other than that, I have lots of new, new offers always like kind of coming out of ways to like serve you guys, but um, kind of my signature mini brand um, and program that I run is the Laptop Lifestyle Bootcamp with really treating you, uh, teaching you everything I talked about today as far as like how to actually be a business owner um, and set up a business for long-term success. So those are just a bit of the ways you guys can get in touch with me. Hey, and I, you guys, I'll put all those links in the show notes. So make sure to get in touch with Amanda everywhere. And I want to thank you so much, Amanda, for being here today and sharing your story with us because it's so, it reminds me that there's so many different ways to have that laptop lifestyle. Like you said, we all have such different journeys, but there's like so many common common areas. So thank you so much for being here. (laughs) No problem. You guys are so awesome. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into the Support Squad podcast. Make sure to visit thesupportsquad.com to check out the show notes for this episode. If you want to dive deeper into our thriving virtual assistant community, here's what's coming up in the membership this month. Our theme is personal branding and international business coach Amanda Colby is sharing strategies for establishing and evolving a captivating personal brand. Bonus goodies include 30 journal prompts made especially for virtual assistants to help you on your journey of self-discovery. I'm also going to be sharing a simple content planning system that makes it super easy to batch and purpose content that illuminates your personal brand. And of course, we'll have two live group coaching calls and you'll get access to all the past content in your membership area. Join us now with a free 14-day trial at thesupportsquad.com. I'll see you in there. Until next time, boss babe.